Welcome to Hope in the Good Life, a podcast that brings you stories of hope from those connected in different ways with Catholic Social Services of Southern Nebraska. Now here's your host, John Suka. In the spring of 2011, CSS opened a 24-unit apartment complex in Lincoln for victims of domestic violence and crisis pregnancies. Now this unit, along with some existing homes we already have in Lincoln and Hastings, collectively are called St. Gianna Women's Homes. St. Gianna serves women of all faiths, and in addition to housing, provides education, employment, and counseling services for families left homeless because of domestic violence. Well, with us today is a former tenant of St. Gianna's in Lincoln. Uh, it's one of those tenants we like to call a success story because she's no longer there. And she's out enjoying life on her own with her son. And Lindsay, thanks for joining us here today. Thanks for having me. Well, let's start from the beginning. What brought you to St. Gianna's in the first place? Well, I was in an abusive relationship and um, I knew that there was a way out. I knew that God wanted something more for me and my son. And um, and I prayed. I prayed for a solution and um, I found St. Gianna's. How did you find St. Gianna's? Um, one of my um, friends had lived at St. Gianna's prior to this. And I remember one night I was at home, I was praying. Um, my my abuser had gone to jail. I was about to lose my home. Um, my son and I were going to be homeless. And I called her and I asked her what I could do to get in there. And she set up an appointment and I met, I met at Catholic Social Services um, that following week. Wow. Was it difficult to ask for help in the first place? Yes, it was very difficult. I was full of shame. I was afraid. Um, I just knew that I wanted to find a place to live before the abuser got out of jail. Mm. So you were in kind of a rush. Correct. Yeah, but you found that one person that could direct you in the right place at the right time. Right. Uh, once you got there, well, what was that like? Explain what you first saw, what you first felt. Okay, so um, I had no idea what to expect. I never lived in a situation like this. I was going from a nice home um, to a women's shelter, you know, and so um, I remember the day I moved in, they provided a mover, our moving company to move my things in, and I walked into the apartment, and I was just, like, blown away, like, it was so nice, and um, beautiful floors, beautiful furniture, it was all furnished, um, there were dishes, and pots, and pans, and just all of the things that you would need to start over. Um, I walked into my bedroom, and there was this big quilt that was a homemade quilt. And at first <laughs> it had a, a bunch of geese on it. And I thought, oh my goodness. And you know, that quilt turned out to be one of my most prized possessions. I love that quilt. I still have it to this day. Of course, everybody wants a goose blanket. <laughs> <laughs> it even has a little pocket from a men's shirt on it. And I would put my Kleenexes in it at night. And, oh. you know, I just love that blanket. So yeah, I was so grateful. And there were bunk beds for my son. And it was just it felt safe, and that was the most important. We finally had a place that was mm. safe. How long were you there? Um, a little over a year. Okay. And in that time, something changed uh, spiritually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Explain that a little bit. Well, there's no doubt in my mind that, um, that God brought me there. I wasn't really living um, a faith-based life at that point. I had lost my way. Um, I went to Catholic grade school and high school and, you know, I recited all the prayers and I did all the things, um, but I never had that like connection that everyone talks about. I never had that connection with God. And um, when I lived at St. Gianna's, 
you know, I talked about the safety when I would get there. I just felt so safe. And um, every day when you'd walk in and leave, you walk right by a little chapel. And I would like kind of peek in the chapel and I'd see the sisters in there praying. And I started to get curious. Um, I started to ask Sister Bernadette, what's going on? Can I come to church? Are we allowed to go there? And she said, oh, yes, you're definitely you're definitely welcome whenever you want to use the chapel. And so I started going in and praying. And then I started going to Mass on Sundays. And the Mass was really cool because we would sing, and it was just me and the sisters, and we would sing, and we would sing all the songs I knew from when I was a little girl. And it just started to, like, set this fire inside of me. I loved it. Sometimes I would sit in the back row and sing and cry because I just I missed it so much. I'm sorry. No, no need to apologize. That's that's a beautiful story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that inner fire was growing within you. Uh, would you call that inner fire kind of a, a healing um, presence in your body? Oh, yes. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, I started to feel, like I said, safe, and I started to build a relationship with the sisters. Um, I was pretty closed off when I got there, but every week it was a requirement to meet with sister and you know talk about a plan and talk about goals and just so she could see where you're at. And, um, and I looked forward to those talks. At first, I was scared. <laughs> And then the more I got to know Sister, I really looked forward to our talks. And um, we decided to start setting goals. You know, I, I she didn't push it on me at all, but I wanted to get back into um, going to Mass and doing all the things. And so we set goals. She asked me when the last time I went to confession was, and it had probably been like fifth grade, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, we set a goal for my birthday that I'd go to confession and Man, as that day got closer and closer, I was just full of fear. And I had written out pages and pages of things. And I remember that morning on my birthday, Father Kubat and I met um, in the chapel. And I went to confession. And I was in there for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and Father was so patient and just listened to me. And um, after I was done, I came out in the chapel and I was saying my penance. And Sister came up behind me and said, your grandma would be so proud of you. And that was probably one of the moments I knew that that God was with me. You'd kind of lost your way, but were able to find your way back. Right. Just by expressing those feelings, having that confession, that that spiritual guidance by those around you. And that freedom, you know, after going to confession, I had that freedom. I didn't have to have that shame anymore. And Mm. I felt so connected, you know, I felt so full. So You feeling, found hope. Right, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Excellent. Do you use that experience to help others that may be going through some of the same experiences you've gone through? Oh, yes. Tell yes. us about that. Um, I work with a lot of women. I sponsor a lot of women, and and I tell them my story. You know, I share my story because I was at the bottom of the bottom and I've completely turned my life around mm. because of God. Well, I didn't. God did. And um, I feel like he spared me. And it's like my job to share my experience, strength and hope with other women that there is a way out and there is a better life for you. You know, like where I was at seven years ago is a completely different life that I have today. You know, today mm. I have two beautiful children. Um I have a career, I have a home, I I feel safe. Um, I'm a mother, a daughter, a sister, a friend, and, and I'm proud to be me today because of living at St. Gianna's. Wow. Just that one year at St. Gianna's 
just change the whole life path for you right. or put you back on right, the right path. Right. I honestly don't even think I would be here without the mm. sisters in St. Gianna's. That's and it's perfect. not just the shelter. It's um, the sisters, the way they run everything. I mean, they loved me unconditionally when I couldn't love myself. And um, they treated me like a person. <laughs> and that, that felt good. Sometimes that's all it takes. Yeah. Right. Providing hope in the good life, St. Gianna's Women's Home. Tell us about your children, and uh, you had a son when you were there. Mm. Uh, what impact did that experience at St. Gianna's give him? What has changed in him? You know, um, when my son and I lived there, I don't think that he knew that we lived in a women's shelter. I think he was relieved that we were safe also, and I'm sure that he could tell things were changing. Um, he went to Mass with me every Sunday. He started going to CCD. He... Um, you know, ended up getting confirmed and all of these things in the Catholic Church that probably wouldn't have happened. Um, and and he believes in God today. You know, both of my boys do. Every time we lose something in the house, my little son says, let's pray to Jesus. <laughs> you know, that's his go-to. And, and that makes me feel proud as a mom. That makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing because um, when those things do come up, my kids ask God for help. And, and that's the main important thing about being a parent is teaching your children that, that faith. That childlike faith. You're back on your feet. You're moving strong. Yeah. Going forward. Mm -hmm. Anything else you'd like to add? You know, I just want to say that even after I moved out of St. Gianna's, um, I still feel so much love from from the whole Catholic community, um, from Father Kubat to the sisters. They they really have changed my life. Um, and it just took that that one relationship, you know, to make me feel loved. And to help me be the person that God intended me to be, I might have not have been raised in the right environment or whatever, but Sister and the and Father Kubat, they really helped shape me to be the person that God wants me to be. And I'm just so forever grateful to them. Mm. Um, I still call Sister all the time. We still text message back and forth and we share stories and I send them pictures of my boys. And um, that relationship is just really special to me. Mm. You know, she's, I always tell people, she's like my angel on earth. And she really is. She's a very special person to me, and I'm just forever grateful for that friendship. And it's wonderful to be able to provide this type of service, this type of program, right. to see what the results are with right. you right. and others like you. Thank you so much, Lindsay, for joining us here today. Thank you. That's uh, Lindsay, former tenant, a former tenant of St. Gianna Women's Homes. Thank you again for joining us. You've been listening to Hope in the Good Life. Thank you for listening to Hope in the Good Life with Catholic Social Services Development Officer John Suka. CSS is a nonprofit organization that has been around for nearly a century, helping our neighbors in need of all faiths across 24,000 square miles of southern Nebraska. If you'd like to connect, donate, or volunteer, please visit cssshope.org or call 402-474-1600.